everybody, and thank you for joining another episode of Michael Vay, The Prisoner of Cell 25. Chapter 8. The Multimeter As soon as I got inside the apartment building, I knocked on Austin's door. He opened it, his face bent in disapproval. So how's the cheerleader? He asked snidely. I know you're mad you got left out. What did you do, make out? Shut up, Austin. Do you want to come over or not? It took him two seconds to get over it. Yeah, wait. He ran back into his apartment, then returned carrying a small yellow and black device and a notepad and a pen. Let's start our tests. As he was shutting the door, Austin's mom shouted, Where are you going, Austin? I'm going to be at Michael's. Be careful, she said. Austin looked at me and shrugged. His mom was a little protective. Actually, she was a lot protective. I'm surprised she didn't even make him wear a helmet to clogging. We're having dinner soon. Ask Michael if he wants to eat with us. He looked at me. Do you want to eat with us? We're having fish sticks. Nah, bro. I hate fish sticks. He turned back. He's not going to be eating with us. Dinner will be ready at 7. Don't be late. Okay. He shut the door while I walked up the hall and unlocked my apartment. As soon as we were inside, Austin opened his notebook and clicked his pen. All right, he said, using the tone of voice he used when he was doing something scientific. First thing today. Today is Thursday, the 14th of April. How are you feeling? Why are you asking me that? I want our experiment to be accurate, so try to be as specific as possible. Are you feeling more or less electric than usual? I don't feel electric, I said. Okay, usual, he said, scribbling in his notebook. Weather is fair. I checked the barometer earlier and it was a th- it was 1017 millibars and humidity is negligible. He brought over the multimeter over He brought the multimeter over to me, which looked a little like a fat calculator with cables attached. I don't have nothing to say. Um, Okay, clamp these to your fingers. I looked at the clamps. I'm not going to put those on my fingers. They're sharp. Do you want this to be accurate? I rolled my eyes. Yes. I clamped the copper leads. I clamped the copper leads around my fingers. They bit into my skin. Now don't do anything till I tell you. Just hurry, man. These things hurt. When I say go, I want you to pulse with all your power. Five, four, three, two. Wait. What? I don't know. The screen on this thing just went blank. He pushed the buttons. Okay, it's, it's good now. Four, three, two, one, go! I searched as hard as I could. I bit my teeth and everything. The snap and crackle of electricity filled the room, and there was a spark from my fingers to the clamps. Holy moly, Austin said. He set down the multimeter and began writing in his his notes. You produced 864 volts. That sounds like a lot. Dude, that's more than a full-grown electric eel. You could paralyze a crocodile with that. He narrowed his eyes. 
you could kill someone. The way he said that bothered me. I'm done, I said. I was taking the clips off my fingers from when the front door opened and my mom stepped in. Austin quickly hid the machine behind his back. I looked at her in surprise. Mom! Hmm. What are you doing here? I live here, she said, looking at us suspiciously. But you said you were working late. You sound disappointed. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm just surprised. I had a headache, so they let me leave. So they let me come home and leave early. Her eyes darted back and forth between us. What's going on? N- nothing. You were doing something. What do you have? Be- what do you have behind your back, Austin? Austin froze. Nothing. His nothing sounded more like a question than a statement. My mom walked up to him and put out her hand. Let me see it. Come on. He slowly took out the multimeter from his bag and handed it to my mom. She she examined the device. Then she looked at him. What does it do? He swallowed. I was hoping he would make something up. Calculate algorithms or something. It measures voltage. Voltage? You mean electricity? She looks perplexed. Why would you... She stopped and looked at me. I could see the anger change in her. How long has Austin known? I swallowed. I don't know. A a while? 34 months, 9 days, Austin said. Shut up, I thought. My mother handed the multimeter back to Austin. You need to go home now, Austin, she said. I need to speak to Michael. Uh, okay, Mrs. Vay, he said, eager to get out of my house. <laughs> Have a good night. Run, you wuss, I thought. After the door shut, my mom looked at me for what seemed like a year. Then she said, come here. I followed her over to the couch. Sit. I sat. And she sat next to me. For a moment, she just held her hand. She just held her hand- head in her hands. The silence was excruciating. Finally, she looked up. Michael, I don't know what to say to you. Do you know how hard it's been moving away from our house and everyone we know in California? (laughs) To come here to a new city just so that no one could find out about you? I gave up a good-paying job at the law firm to be a checker at a supermarket. I lowered my head. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> no, it doesn't cut it. Who else knows about this? The, the, bo- the boys yesterday and, and Taylor? Who, who's Taylor? The cheerleader who saw me? Did you see her at school? Did you see her at school today? Yeah. Did she ask you about what happened? I swallowed. Uh, I, I, I went to her house. My mom's eyes widened. Please don't tell me you talked to her about it, what happened. I slowly nodded. She threw up her hands. Michael, what were you thinking? Now we may have to pick up and start over again. I'm so tired, I don't even know if I can do it. 
My eyes welled up. I'm sorry, Mom. I, I didn't mean to. Michael, it doesn't always have to matter what you mean to do. It matters what you do. Please explain to me. Why would you risk everything and tell them? For a few moments, I sat there silently. Then suddenly, it all came out. I'm sick of everybody having... I'm sorry. I'm sick of having everybody at school think I'm just some wimpy kid who makes funny faces and funny noises. I'm sick of being bullied all the time. I'm sick of hiding who I am. Austin is the only friend that I have. He doesn't care about my turrets or my electricity. He just likes me for me. I looked up into her eyes. I just want somebody to know the truth about me and still be my friend. She put her head down. She took my hand. Michael, I know it's not easy being different. I don't blame you for feeling this. It's just most people can't understand your special gift. You think this is a gift, Mom? It's not. It's just another reminder that I'm a freak. Michael, don't say that. Why? Why? That's what they all call me. Who calls you that? The kids at summer camp last June, they surrounded me and said, let's see what the freak does next. They don't even know about my electricity. They were just talking about me ticking and blinking. Her eyes welled up with tears. After a moment, she asked softly, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me? Because you have enough to worry about. She looked like she didn't know what to say. I'm tired of I'm tired of everyone picking on me all the time for no reason. Except they just because they think they can. I'm tired of knowing that I could stop them and I don't. You know who I hate more than them for picking on me? I hate myself for letting them. <laughs> I'm tired of being a nobody, mom. I'm tired of being a nobody. My mom wiped her eyes. You're not a nobody, Michael. You're not a nobody, Michael. You're a great kid with a big heart. She kissed my forehead, then said, I owe you an apology. I was wrong when I said that it doesn't matter what you meant to do. Sometimes we, we can't know what's right. We can only know what we meant to do was right and that we had the right reason. How do you know it's the right reason? My mom looked into my eyes. If love is our reason, we may veer off course sometimes. Then we'll never be lost. She put her arm around me. Michael, I'm sorry for getting mad at you. I was just scared. Austin's been a good friend, hasn't he? I nodded, the best. Is he keeping your secret? Yes. Then I'm glad you told him. It's best not to keep secrets from our best friends. She crossed her arms at her chest. Now tell me about this cheerleader. I think she likes me. I think she's like me. She smiled. She likes you? No, mom. She's like me. What do you mean? She has powers too? Yeah, she does. My mom's expression changed. What? She showed, she showed me. It's been her secret, too. She even glows like me. She can shock? Sort of. 
It's like she can shock people's brains. She can read minds. Are you sure? She showed me. She looked down for a moment and and he said, he said there might be others. What? I asked. She shook her head. Uh, Nothing, it's nothing. So is she cute? The cutest girl in the whole school. Work that. She smiled at me. Why don't you go and see if Austin wants to go to Baskin Robbins with us? I smiled. Okay, Mom. I stood and started through the door. Michael? I turned back. When I start thinking all the time about the hard things in my life, I think of you. I feel lucky to be me. I could not be more proud of you. And I know your father would be just as proud. I I walked back and hugged her. I love you, Mom. Her eyes moistened. I love you more every day. Never forget that. That night, I had a double-decker ice cream at Baskin-Robbins. Bubblegum and Paralines and cream. Austin had a triple-decker. My mom didn't have anything. She kept looking at me and smiling. 